course. I'm not just saying this because you dudes are here. Dude, y'all have a great podcast here. This thing's going to take, it's going to continue to take off. Hi, this is Sean Clench, the host of Stories Inside the Man Cave podcast. And I want to thank you for being a loyal listener and a loyal viewer of each of our episodes. And be sure to follow us on each of our social media platforms, that being our Facebook page, Twitter handle, and on Instagram. And a huge shout out. As we continue to grow, we are gaining sponsors and partners, beginning with Jim Saxton State Farm Insurance Agency in Austin and Cosmic Coffee and Beer Garden on the south side of Austin. As for the partners, our community now, be sure to follow their platforms on Facebook and our latest and newest partner, that being Farmhouse Delivery in Austin, Texas. As for the next episode, let's ride. Wake your ass up or take a damn nap. And we're the three best friends that anybody could have. It's time. I mean, Sean, you were twerking. That's going to happen. <laughs> Murph, don't be a dick all your life. This is uh, one, of, one of the more fun podcasts I've ever done. Hey, I'll tell you what. If you're not talking about sports in the man cave, you... No, I bet not. So you're not a man. That's it. <laughs> I played my first week against Arkansas State, and uh, I felt like I had a get-my-feet-wet game. I called my dad after the game. I was like, I mean, it felt good, but I, I just don't know yet. And he was like, you find your rhythm, find yourself. And the Oklahoma game was, was one of those plays. I made that play, and I was kind of like, okay, like, I think I can play with these guys. I think I can. I belong here. I belong on this scene. I belong on this stage. A reunion with one of my favorites to have ever covered back in my previous career in high school football both all areas of the state of Texas and the state of Oklahoma. Uh, Deuce Vaughn, uh, Kansas State sophomore, I- I've got to ask you, man, have you embraced this new title that you have, All-American? Yes, sir. It, it, it took a little bit of time. Uh, it didn't hit me the first uh, couple of days whenever it came out. It was one of those things where it was, oh, man, that's pretty cool. But <laughs> then when you, when you sit back and you think about all the work that you put in from, I mean, since I was a middle schooler, uh, when I really applied myself and said that I, I don't want to go and play college football, I want to be one of the best, uh, and I want to I want to work my butt off to try and accomplish that. And to be named an All American is 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 I mean it's an accomplishment that I'll hold with me for a very long time, and it's really cool because it's kind of like a thank you to everybody that's helped yeah. me out throughout that time to get to where I'm at. And man, I didn't do it alone. Yeah, no doubt about it, and it, it has been an amazing ride. When I first saw you on the scene. Um, at Cedar Ridge High School in Round Rock ISD. I believe you were a sophomore. I could tell there was something special, and I knew a little bit about your dad being the amazing recruiter, all the great relationships he had um, in the college football coaching fraternity. And it, I, I just think when you surround yourself with great people and you have great family, good things happen to good people. But before we dive in your story, I got to give a big shout out to uh, this episode sponsor, that being Jim Saxton State Farm Insurance Agency. He's a Westlake OG, a Texas legacy. Um, For all your insurance needs, just log on to saxtoninsurance.com. And Deuce, it's been, like I said, I knew that you – we're going to be something really special, not just the talent alone, just the type of person you are. But for those maybe curious about your story, how it all started, you and I see eye to eye. And, and I love it when people 
have doubts because of stature. I love these types of stories because I can relate, but obviously not the same level of talent as you. But have you, don't you find it funny when people mention that and you just smile and laugh and like, you know what? I've heard that in my entire life. You are not going to provide any limitations to my capabilities. Absolutely. Uh, especially uh, growing up. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. People are like, man, like, like, is it like, you're always the smallest person on the field. And like, man, it's, it's always been like that. I don't know football where I'm the biggest guy on the field or I'm not the smallest person on the field. So, I mean, this is, it's just football for me. Uh, um, it's one of those things where you kind of have to take that, that I guess when people say, man, like, I mean, you're one of the smallest players out there. You have to spin it and make it your superpower. Uh, it's one of those things where you can't do the things – I can't do the things that I do on the football field that are, uh, like, my characteristics without right. being this size. It's actually helped a whole bunch. And, uh, man, I've just taken it and I've, I've spun it, used it as my superpower every single day. And every time I hit the ground, man, it's one of those things where I'm going to go and get better no matter size or anything like that. And it's, I've always just tried to block it out. And, and that's the great mentality. And, and honestly – when this podcast started as an all audio podcast, um, it was during the lockdown uh, when it all started. And we were trying to provide uh, some form of positivity, inspiration, and brought guests on and like yourself. And a lot of people need to hear this. You know, this is one thing that I know you're a people guy. You like to positively influence your, not only your team, but people around you. But the statistical piece, I want to bring this up. And I know you're not about all the the numbers and accolades, but just to give people an idea of your statistical resume, so to speak. Yes, sir. I mean, when you see this, I mean, this is unreal. This is at Cedar Ridge, almost 5,500 all-purpose yards and half a hundred touchdowns. And then the numbers at K-State, your first two seasons. I mean, you're on pace – to break your high school all-purpose yards on the collegiate level, power five, highest level. You don't even think about those things. What all goes into you, and you said it best in that open video, that Oklahoma game last year, you, you kind of knew that you fit in. Right. Yes, yeah, so it was one of those things where, I mean, coming onto the college stage, of course, it was an entirely different beast. The workouts are going to be more intense. The practice is going to be more intense. It's a bigger stage. It was one of those things. Whenever I came in, I was like, "Man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and carve out any role that I can, I can get on this team. I'm just gonna help my team be better. Uh, whether that be uh, a starter, a backup, a serviceable uh, role player." And it was one of those things where my coaches uh, throughout fall camp, they were like, "Man." We're gonna we're gonna allow you to show us what you can do, and I had a really good fall camp thanks to uh, my teammates and my coaches. Man, they 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 brought me right in and put me right in with everything and the entire system. And then like I like I said uh, after the Oklahoma game, that was kind of like the game where it was like, okay, this is like I can I think I can play with these guys uh, because the week before this Arkansas State had a pretty good game, but uh, it hadn't slowed down just enough yet to the point where it was like uh, I was just playing football, stinking a lot. After the Oklahoma game, everything started to slow down, and it was one of those things where, okay. And I remember calling my dad. I'm like, yeah. I was like, I think I can play with these guys. One of those things where, like, as long as I take care of my business off the field and right. week Monday through Friday, I'll give myself a really good chance to go and be successful on Saturday. And, uh, man, I mean, I've kind of tried to keep that that repertoire 
and uh, how I do it throughout every single week of my uh, college career, and it's it's helped me out uh, quite a bit. The deuce is loose when you first heard that. I love Gus Johnson when he calls college football games because he has that energy that we all hope to bring every day right. to whatever we do. What, what was you and your family's reaction when, when that all started? The deuce right. is loose. I see. I can't do it like Gus. He he is. So uh, growing up, I would watch Gus Johnson. Every, I mean, whenever the game was on, Ohio State versus Penn State, Ohio State versus Michigan, whenever that game was on, I was tuned in. Uh, Gus Johnson on Fox, I mean, he's, he's a fantastic commentator, and he keeps uh, me in the game whenever I'm watching at home. And so whenever I heard that Gus Johnson would be calling uh, my first game against Arkansas State, I was like, that, that's big time. Uh, and then to, to watch the rerun and then hear the way he called, and I, this is one of those things where like, he's this guy that I've been watching since I was a little kid, call games, is calling my name, and he's giving me a catchphrase. He's calling me uh, all types of things. And it, it was just a, a surreal moment to even to even have that platform. And, uh, man, it, it's, been, it's been really, really cool to uh, – to even like be in the same sentence as Gus Johnson and have him say one <laughs> man, even like a year later now, uh, it, it's still crazy. What, what I find amusing is not only the energy, but he, I think Gus really is so creative, but at the same time, the, the comparisons and, and I, of, to Darren Sproles, a guy I watched when I was growing up at K-State, what what is your relationship with Darren, who is was a great NFL running back, but right. a tremendous running back at K State as well? Oh, hundred percent. So uh, during my freshman year, he had he had DM me on Instagram after a game, and he said, "Keep up the good work, things like that." And we've kind of connected after that. And I got to meet him for the first time this past season uh, during the Oklahoma week. He was getting inducted into the Ring of Honor, I believe, uh, for the College Hall of Fame. So he was on campus and. Uh, I got to talk with him after practice and just get, man, I got to ask him so many questions about just how he attacked the league, how he uh, went through his preparation, how he watched film, things like yeah. that. I just tried to grasp as much information from him because this is, I'm standing in front of him, the blueprint for yeah. five, six, five, seven running backs. Uh, he, he did it at the highest level for 15 years. So I'm going to try and sponge all that information from him uh, while I had him there. And I got to talk to him before the game against Oklahoma as well. And then after the game, and again, he gave me his phone number. He said, if I ever need anything that uh, to hit him up, and man, I'm going to use that resource for a very, very long time to come. And he's a, he's a great man. And uh, just, for, just from talking to him, he's impacted my life big time. He sounds like a mirror image of you in more ways than one. Is that fairly accurate? Yes, sir. 100%. He's, he's somebody that, uh, I mean, I would say that my mom and dad have molded me to try and be uh, a great man like Darren Sproles. And uh, just getting to talk to him, you can see that uh, he's a family man. He has uh, kids. He has a wife. And, man, you never see him in the news about anything uh, bad. It's always good stuff. And that's somebody that I want to be for, for, I mean, for the rest of my life. Well, you mentioned your family. It, it's so funny how this world works. So I know your dad, he's, you know, he coached, I think, played at Murray State. That's FCS level. Coached. He, he's a highly regarded name in the college and professional coaching ranks uh, a scout now mm -hmm. for the Dallas Cowboys is he taking any even a small percentage of that success they're having because man the Cowboys I've been I, I came into this world a Cowboys fan and, and 
is that ever a conversation like, man, we, we're finally making this happen. We're turning that corner. Uh, right. your, your dad, D. Chris Vaughn. So we're we're pretty big Cowboys fans for, I mean, probably like I think the past, since he got this past six years, we've been Cowboys fans. And uh, we got there whenever Dak and uh, Zeke were drafted, uh, Leighton Van Der Esch. So it was, we came in at a, at a pretty, pretty cool time. And man, my dad's probably more humble than I am. So he'll, he'll say every time we ask him, I'm like, Who, who'd you scout that's been drafted for them is playing pretty well now and he'll he'll write off some names we're like those are those are like big time players and uh he'll just be like ah it's, it's, it's nothing and uh man it's it's just really cool to see I guess the Cowboys come because I mean every every weekend I'm watching the game so I'm like man look look at what we're doing I mean we we were down uh, a couple of years back but we're looking really really good now and uh, getting ready for the postseason, man. It's, it's just really cool to see that that turnaround and get to experience that. And I mean, have somebody on the inside of the uh, the Cowboys family. Yeah, it's beautiful, and, and I think uh, Dak Dak is has reached that level where he is not the same quarterback he was right. three, four, five years ago. And then the we Dallas, if they can just keep both running backs, guys, you know, you've got to have a one-two punch on Absolutely. every level. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. One hundred percent. Are you a mentor to your to the backups at K State? Like, yeah. So it's it's crazy. So we had a pretty we had a pretty cool one two punch at Kansas State. Uh, Joe Irvin, yeah. uh, he was he was a really good running back. I believe he had about four hundred rushing yards and, and three touchdowns this season. He's he's transferred on to Middle Tennessee State uh, to go and be a number one back himself. And, man, he deserves he deserves all of that because he's a really, really good football player. So we were like the ones who punched this past season for, for Kansas State, and that's, that's my dog. He's a year older than I am, but that's that's my dog. That's uh, He's going to be somebody I call brother for a very, very long time. And uh, now I've been a mentor to, to the younger running backs. We have two uh, freshmen that came in uh, this past season, and they're probably going to be thrusted into a bigger role coming up into this next season with uh, some transfers and things like that. So uh, getting them ready, helping them dive into the playbook, how I dived into it uh, whenever I first came into K-State, and just giving them some pointers and some things that I use to be able to grasp this playbook because, man, our playbook is not something easy to be like, okay, got some hand signals and let's go. I mean, it's it's an pro-style offense, and, man, it it, it could take some time to really get used to. But once you do, you're able to play fast, and that's what I've been telling them is uh, right now, while you're thinking of stuff like that, you're never going to be the player that you were in high school. Once you get that playbook down, you know exactly what you're doing. It allows you to go play fast. And, man, all those abilities that you have, the juke moves, the the spins, the stiff arms, they all start to come back out. Yes, sir. You know, things develop. Either you have it or you don't. But I think what's amazing when you see a, a somebody just all of a sudden have confidence. Confidence is key in every aspect of life. Sure. Have you seen that with other teammates at K-State where they're just not – they're not getting it because of what's between the ears, so to speak. And all of a sudden that light bulb goes off and they're confident. Absolutely. Uh, you see it all the time with younger players. Uh, right. We've had some young players be thrusted into some bigger roles that season and things like that because of injuries and stuff like that. And uh, it's really crazy because the, the player they were in fall camp compared to the player they are in week eight are completely different because you're coming in to fall camp and, 
uh, man, I kind of know the playbook, but I'm still iffy on some things. So I'm thinking a lot. I'm like, man, I do, do I do this? So you're not really letting it loose and going and playing. And then, I mean, the more you, you rep and rep and rep, and that's one thing that about K-State is, man, you're going to get reps. We, uh, we double rep a lot of things. We do a lot of young guy stuff to get everybody developed. And uh, once you get those reps, and I'll tell you, reps bring confidence. And the more you do it over and over and over again, uh, you, 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 you begin to master it. And then, uh, I mean, it's crazy. Uh, we have we have a couple of players that you just see at every single day they step onto the field uh, day after day to get more confident. They, they're starting to run faster, starting to get into their fits. And it's really, really cool to see because you're like, man, this this guy was here in training camp. You're like, man, I don't know if he's going to make it. And then <laughs> – Getting to week eight, and he looks like he looks like he's gonna be the next big thing. It's really, really cool to see because those are your brothers as well as your friends, and uh, all that work that they put in is really starting to pay off. I have to admit this, and a lot of people they don't get it until they visited the Little Apple, uh, Manhattan. It had, I've only been there three times, um, and I have to say, and I, I know it only seats what 58,000. Yes, sir. But it is perhaps one of the best in game day environments in the entire country. How do you tell people what it's like playing at Bill Snyder Family Stadium? Man, it's the it's really really it's a really really cool experience. Uh, we implemented a uh, a walk into the because uh, they like tailgate a whole bunch. So uh, we we implemented a walk from um, about a hundred yards uh, from the parking lot into the stadium uh, where the main tailgating is on the lot right outside the stadium. So. To pull up and man, the the best way I can describe it is you pull up and in your bus and there's just I mean it's a waves of purple it's like a, a entire I mean like collage of purple everywhere uh, purple hats purple shirts purple shoes purple uh, pants and everybody is just in love with K State and what it's what it's done for them and it's like a big big family atmosphere whenever you pull in you get out. And there we get out and everybody's trying to give you high fives. You're giving autographs. They're, uh, they're, they're telling you good luck and how much you, you've done for them and their family just uh, to have that gateway to come out and watch the Cats on Saturday. And, man, when, when you get inside the stadium, from all the traditions that uh, the, the, uh, the uh, student section does to, to all the fans in, in the stands, and man, they, they pack it out every single weekend. And when it's time to get rowdy, they get rowdy. And uh, to, to run out and have the the fireworks going off, have the uh, the, the the smoke and the uh, the fire, and to look up and see all these fans that are are loving and uh, genuine and caring and saying, "Man, this is our team on this field. This is what we have here in Kansas." And uh, they 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 rock out for us. And it's one of those things where every single weekend, whenever you get to play inside of Bill Snyder uh, Family Stadium, man, you cherish it because those people in those stands, man, that, that's what it's all about. Back when I was in Oklahoma City, I kept seeing this uh, acronym, E-M-A-W, E-M-A-W. It took me, and I, I, listen, I, I'm more intelligent than this, but it took me a while to understand. I just flat out asked, explain to the c- people, if they see it on Twitter or what, hashtag E-M-A-W, what that stands for and what if you know the story behind it. Absolutely. Every man a wildcat. Uh, one of those things that – Whenever, whenever I was getting recruited, uh, I was like, I saw everybody going hashtag EMAW, and I was like, man, what's, what's that stand for? And I had to, I had to ask around. Uh, every man a wildcat, and man, that's that's it's it's true. Every man is a wildcat when you when you step inside those lines. And uh, Kansas is really KU or Kansas State. Uh, whenever you get there, so you find out really quick. Uh, man, those, those people inside of the that the, that 
that county inside of uh, Kansas that that are uh, K State fans, man. They're all, they're all Wildcats, and it's like a big time family. So every man a Wildcat really really implements that family vibe that they give off. And uh, man, I'm just so happy to be a part of that family and be a Wildcat. Hey, before and it, it, it is really a unique environment. I know Bill Snyder really turned that program around. And then, you know, the, the story of that coaching tree, the Stoops brothers and everybody, Coach Venables. Yes, sir. Um, it, it's, a, it's a special place, and I highly encourage everyone to go see Deuce while he's still there and to experience what that game day environment is like. Uh, before we move on to my favorite part of the first segment, the Man Cave story, I, gotta, I have to give a big shout-out to we're onboarding a new sponsor um happens to be somebody i uh was it was a fellow anderson trojan um and it's you know real estate is really hot here in this part of texas well all across texas but this is our new sponsor it's a reveal of our new sponsor all right kevin hutchison Another Trojan for life, fellow Trojan for life, uh, Kevin Hutchinson Realty, Austin. Uh, tremendous guy who's been involved in the real estate uh, industry for a couple of decades, and he does it right. He has the same personality as the Deuce Vaughn. Very humble, very personable, and will do anything to be a success. And I, I'm not just saying that, but I'm just it's just funny. There's some parallels here. Uh-huh. Deuce. Man cave story. Is there one in particular, maybe from growing up with your family, with Coach Robinson and, and Cedar Ridge Raiders and a locker room story, anything with K-State that a story you love telling because uh, it, it draws quite a bit of laughter, maybe? Absolutely. Uh, so I've given it a lot of thought uh, <laughs> about which story I was going to go with. And uh, the first thing that really popped into my mind was uh, – like there's kind of it's kind of like a welcome to the NFL moment uh, for me. It was welcome to college moment uh, back my freshman year. Uh, so we there was a linebacker. I mean, a fantastic linebacker. Uh, he was a hybrid safety as well. He he's on the uh, practice squad for the Chiefs right now. Elijah Sullivan. He's a he's somebody oh, yeah. that impacted my life uh, big time. He he became a friend uh, throughout my freshman year before he uh, ended up leaving. Uh, but it was fall camp. I believe it was the first day of pads, first day. And um, they kind of thrusted me into the, to the, to the fire a little bit to try and see what I could do. Uh, Cause I had a pretty good uh, summer and things like that. So uh, coach Anderson, we want to see what you can do, man. I was yeah. like, all right. Uh, yes, sir. So it was first day of full pads and uh, we're in a team setting. And uh, so my coach, I just learned blitz pickups and pass protection. So I'm like, okay, I think I got this right. And uh, so it's one on it's ones versus ones uh, right now. So it's like my first time up with the ones, and I'm like, all right, like it's time to go. Right, get get your mind right. And um, so we're going, and they they bring two uh, double a gap uh, pressure. So they're walked up, and I'm like, all right, go ahead and strap your helmet up. You have to get in here. And uh, mind you, I'm about one sixty five at the time. I've added about ten pounds of uh, ten pounds of muscle. Uh, but I was about 165 at the time, and Elijah, I think he's about 220, uh, 220, and he's he's an athlete. So uh, it was 60, 60 combo protection, so six man protection, and they went ahead and five owed it. So they uh, they went ahead and matched, and Elijah was mine. Uh, everybody pointed at somebody, and nobody pointed at Elijah. And I was like, all right, that's my guy. And um, so 
they snap the ball and boom, he's blitzing. I'm like, all right, you gotta you gotta go pick it up. I go, put my head, I put my head in there, boom, ran over. I mean, flat. <laughs> I'm talking about back was on the floor, <laughs> legs up. He's running. He touches the quarterback. He starts celebrating. I remember sitting on that ground. I'm like, man, that hurt. And I mean, it's it's crazy. After that play, it was one of those things. Was like, this is the real deal. Nobody had hit me like that in a in, while I was pass protecting ever in high school. I, I rarely pass protected in high school, uh, just from the mere fact that either they were handing the ball off or we were throwing it. It was a quick throw. And so whenever he hit me like that, I sat up. I mean, I had to put my helmet back on in a, in a different way. And I was like, okay. I was like, I mean, Coach Hanson looked up. He's like, it's gonna, it's gonna, that's going to happen. Yeah, I was like, I guess so. My head's ringing. And we had to get back out there for the next play. But I'll never forget that. It was one of those things where it was like a, a welcome to college moment uh, for sure. Because, man, I I never been hit like that ever. And uh, after that, I learned real quick that you have to drop your pass just a little bit more in college. But uh, I'm, I'm really thankful that happened because, man, I've taken it seriously ever since. And that's one of those reality moments where you realize the speed and the strength of the game is a <laughs> little bit different. <laughs> just, just a, it was just a little, a little, little bit faster, a little bit stronger. But uh, no, I, I love telling that story just from the fact that uh, even though I got, I got put on my back, I got right back up, and it was, it was time to keep uh, chugging along. Uh, we got to face adversity like that sometimes. And it's made you not only a better player, but more aware, correct? It, it, yes, you, you need to have those types of moments, Absolutely. everybody. And yes, it's uh, what, uh, before we take a quick break and head to segment two, wh- what are some, uh, mo- not moments, but things you have learned from that? Are, well, how have you changed from your freshman season to this season because i know it's kind of like the story of life we got we have to continue learning correct yes sir uh one thing that i've learned going from freshman year to to sophomore year was freshman year you can get really really caught up on saturdays man i want to get to the game i want to go play i want to go play and uh you end up uh kind of doing yourself a disservice and i mean this can got this kind of goes into life as well uh I found myself rushing through days to try and get to Saturday, and I was missing out on a lot of stuff. Uh, so my sophomore year, I was I was really starting to take the the college experience, watching film, uh, working out, and things like that. So, so I, I started taking it to the point where it was like, hey, this is this is something that like you need to set, set your feet and really have to do on a day to day basis. And man, it's 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 helped me engage in the game better, engage in my life better, uh, just from the fact that I've been taking it step by step and not trying to rush through something. If right. I have work to do, man, sit down, do your homework. It's it's something that is uh, relevant in your life right now. And uh, you're going to get to Saturday when you get there from watching film, uh, really engage into it. Take the time to try and get something out of it. Not just uh, trying to be, oh, man, I got to do this so I can be ready for Saturday. Really take some time to, to grasp everything that you can. And man, uh, and especially with hanging out with friends and things like that and, uh, whether that be in the locker room and spending some time talking to somebody before you try to rush out of the, the locker room and try to get home so you can go lay down and take a nap or something like that. And uh, that's one thing that I've really taken from my freshman year to my sophomore year as I've grown is uh, you kind of have to uh, have your feet in the right place and, and where, where you're at at the time and not try to think ahead and things like that. That's sage advice. 
because you know I hear these stories, I've heard these stories quite often. You know, you learn simple things like hydration, sleep, time management. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to learn time management at my it's stage of my life. <laughs> I always say that time management is definitely something that I'm not great at. I mean, man, I can I can write things down and be like, all right, on a T, that's how I'm gonna do it, and then something gets messed up and I'm done. I'm just like, all right, it's, it's going to have to get done when it gets done. That's something that I'm going to have to work on for a very long time. I think it's going to be a lesson we learn until uh, however long we're on earth, we can do right. things better. Yeah. Cause I, I'm, I want to tell you a secret. I'm a procrastinator sometimes. Yes, I can, <laughs> hey, I will attest to that. I am a procrastinator as well. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. I don't feel alone, man. I appreciate you, Deuce, for uh, no doubt boosting my self-esteem a little bit that I'm not alone in this. Uh, yes, <laughs> hey, we're going to take a uh, quick break. And we're gonna, on the other side, we're going to talk about the legend that uh, John Madden was and talk about the Texas Bowl that you're about to play in with yes, the Deuce Fawn. That's coming up on the other side of this break. For all of your insurance needs, look no further than our primary sponsor, Jim Saxton State Farm Insurance Agency. The ATX OG has been insuring Austin for over three decades. And get this, Jim Saxton is a Longhorn legacy. He is the son of the late, great James Saxton, who was a Heisman finalist. Be sure to give him a call or better yet, visit his website, saxtoninsurance.com and tell him that the stories inside the Man Cave Boys recommended you hey segment two episode 108 with the deuce vaughn and this segment is brought to you by farmhouse delivery um it's organic produce organic meats grown right here in the great state of texas Uh, i've recently started using it myself all you have to do is go to farmhousedelivery.com you can order meal kits produce meats and but and you fill your cart but at the end, on the promo code, type in Man Cave and receive 20% off your first order. That's a pretty good deal. And I, I do, so I've got to admit to you, I'm now a fan of spaghetti squash Ooh. because of this. Spaghetti squash. <laughs> yes, sir. It's uh, a, yeah, I've, I've, I've sampled it before, didn't really like it, I tried it from farmhouse delivery, and all of a sudden, I like it. I don't know what it was. It just tastes different. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I still eat meat. I just don't want to. I don't want you thinking I'm a vegetarian. But there's nothing wrong with those who are. Yes, sir. Spaghetti squash. I'm have to I'm have to see what that's talking about. <laughs> I'm trying. To, you can actually shred it. Really? To look like pasta noodles, but it's spaghetti squash. Yes, just, you know, there's our. Uh, that's our vegan lesson of the day. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt. Yes, sir. Hey. Yesterday, we lost one of the greats of the game, that being the Hall of Famer, John Madden. Um, you and I, and, and even your dad and your parents, we, our generations, we know him for being that announcer, the video, the voice of the video game. Is there one in particular moment that maybe your dad may have had with John Madden? Or what, what do you, when you think of him, what comes to mind first? 
when I think of John Madden, I think of, I mean, whenever, so I, whenever I was growing up, I was a big time, I mean, watching the NFL, watching things that um, were in the past, like Barry Sanders, when I'm, I'm right. Watch anything that could connect into the past game of football, and every time you're watching a game, you hear this, you hear this voice, and it's it's John Madden. You're like, man, who's who's this guy that's talking? Like this? <laughs> he has a voice that I mean, it, it sticks with you, and the way that he commentated uh, football was was so intriguing, and it kept it really brought it to life. And uh, you know him as a great coach as well. I knew him as a commentator just from the fact that. Uh, I heard his voice on the video games that I played. I mean, Madden, uh, he was the, the face of the video games uh, while I was growing up, and he still is. Uh, he will probably be for the for the rest of the time. It's one of those things where every time I, I – I mean, I still play Madden to this day. Yeah. So I pop on a video, the video game, there goes his name right there, Madden 2022, Madden 2023, uh, and things like that. And uh, the, the fact that to for him to have an impact on me – like that and to hear his voice and be like, man, like this is a guy that's brought this game to life right. and to hear the stories and get to watch the, uh, the, I, I know there was a movie or like a documentary that came mm-hmm. out, I believe yesterday or two days ago. And I got to sit down and watch it a little bit. And since I really see the impact that he had on people and man, it, it's, it's something that he, he'll stick around. He's a legend. He'll, his name will live on forever. And he deserves every single bit of that recognition because he, he's, He's somebody that's impacted my life in just the short time that I've been on this earth. That sums it up the the absolute best way. Uh, transcendent guy who affected so many generations and a lot, thousands, probably millions of people. And just, you know, it's funny, you know, those sound effects he made, boom! You know, when they were running yes, back sir. with it. <laughs> yes, um, yeah, for me, I, I, I the video game, the telestration, He'll mm-hmm. point out that and on those Thanksgiving Day games, yes, sir. You know, it, it, the big the turkey leg, and, and when he was commentating about that, that made even the non football fan tune in and take interest. And rest in peace to a great one for Absolutely. sure. Yes, um, sir. My favorite time of year is college bowl season, and you are you're a part of it. And you guys are preparing for to play LSU. In the Texas Bowl. I can't remember. Is Coach O, is he going to be coaching LSU in this game? Uh, no, sir, he's not. Uh, they, they have an interim head coach uh, right now. Yes, sir. I remember that. These We saw last night, uh, well, Texas Tech just totally dismantled an SEC opponent. Do you buy into all this hype of – people make of the bowl records uh sec versus big 12 and whatnot or do you believe it's just a matter of who can prepare the best in that longer period of time absolutely i believe it's who can prepare the best uh i mean i guess today is the 28th or 29th so it's been about a month and two days since we've played a football game uh we played on the 27th uh, of november so you have i mean over a month to get prepared for, I mean, in LSU, uh, they're, 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 I guess you could say like they, their name precedes themselves. You, you know, all about LSU whenever they get turned on and, uh, you see that in film whenever you're watching them I and mean, you, they have the guys that are, uh, long athletic, they can run, they can, uh, they're really good football players and a really good football team. Uh, and to get prepared for them, it's really one of those things where you can't really buy into <clears throat> I mean, this is an SEC team. You have to really worry about yourself. You have to worry about K-State and 
uh, all the work that we have to put in to get ready for this game on the fourth so we can go out there and be as successful as we can uh, as a team. Uh, and really, I mean, we talk about this as uh, players, as teammates, and as uh, coaches, is that, man, uh, we're going to be worried about ourselves and we're going to take care of everything whenever we get inside those white lines on, on the fourth. And uh, as long as we take care of everything we need to know, man, we, hey, we won't have any pain of regret. It'll be, all be pain and discipline. Uh, we'll go out there and we'll play uh, as, as the best that we can and the best we can prepare mm-hmm. for this team. Coach Kleiman, your head coach, uh, tremendous amount of success at the FCS level, North Dakota State. Obviously, these bowl games, some people say they're not that important, but they are. I mean, as far as not only just recruiting, but momentum. Right. Coach Kleiman, what is the secret sauce with him? Because he is of championship pedigree. Absolutely. Uh, The first thing that Coach Kleiman told me on my recruiting visit was that, I mean, he had just finished up his first season at Kansas State, and he said that we're going to build a winning culture here. He said that's one thing that he did at North Dakota State, and that's one thing he's going to do here is he's going to build that culture of great men, great players, and then just people that are going to be genuine, caring, and we're, we're going to have a great football team. That's one of the things that I bought into. And, man, I've seen it every single day since I've been here at Kansas State is that uh, we're, we're building this culture that, I mean, man, uh, you're paying for – the the dues of somebody that was in the past like a Darren Sproles man I'm I'm, yeah. now I'm playing for him and uh, I'm playing for these guys that are, are with me uh, side by side at, at practice throughout these runs in the uh, the winter and the summer and then uh, throughout these games throughout the year and uh, he he's preached that culture to us and he we're really starting to implement it and he's really starting to give us the keys to the program he's like hey if y'all have a suggestion uh, if y'all want something that's that to be done here. Uh, that you think you help us uh, win, help us uh, be a better out team. He was like, just let me know, and, and we'll be happy, uh, happy to help. And some of those things that, I mean, I, it's really, really cool to have a player's coach like that uh, throughout your college time uh, playing football because it makes it really fun. I've watched him from afar, and I have – people think, well, he inherited a program at North Dakota State that was championship level. But to maintain a program, it's it, you, have, you, you have to be – talented as a coach and a staff right. to maintain. Uh, bef- how I have to ask you this. I was so excited when you you guys came to town to play Texas. And, and I know it was a weird situation for Texas this year. Having faced Texas, what was your perception of Texas? Because, you know, when a new coach comes in, there's changes, there's players. It's just human, human nature that – some people are going to be on board and buy, and completely bought in, but they they seem like they played completely differently against you guys. Yes, sir. It was it was one of those things. We're coming into the game. We knew we had a short week. Uh, we're yeah. playing on Friday. We had just played Baylor on Saturday. Yeah, and uh, so getting ready for this game, uh, we knew that Texas was going to be ready to go. It was one of those things where uh, they they have a really really good football team and. Uh, they have faced some some adversity throughout the year. Then their record really doesn't proceed. Right. The players that they have uh, on the football field, and uh, I mean, they had some injuries throughout the year. I mean, man, their entire quarterback situation, even during our game, was a little all over the place. And right. uh, but we we knew that we were gonna get their best shot. All those things were we prepared and we were ready to go. And man, uh, they had the ball bounce some 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 ways for them. Uh, and mm-hmm. Well, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't capitalize on some things that we probably should have. We little things where we we beat ourselves 
more than they beat us. And I mean, they're a really good football team. Uh, their record doesn't really tell the whole story on uh, the type of team that they have. Uh, and man, it was one of those things we kind of beat ourselves in that game. Right. I, I agree. And I, I agree on everything you said because, number one, you guys uncharacteristic in some ways. And then the, the season Texas had, not indicative of who they are. I've never seen anything like that before as far as two different halves almost every game. Yes, sir. Except Louisiana. They did play well against them. And I, I went up to Arkansas and I, I was like, whoa, that was a reality check of, you know, when you have too much youth in certain areas, I think, and I, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't want to speculate. I just never have seen anything like that. Yes, with sir. any team now you know Oklahoma all too well you play well against them uh and it's a unique situation for them because Lincoln Riley took the job at USC regardless of opinions that was kind of uh in this modern day expect the unexpected but the legend Bob Stoops comes out of retirement as an interim to coach this team and help recruit in the Alamo Bowl um, I don't know if you knew it. He's also a partner for Rock and Roll Tequila. Really? Uh, and, I think I've seen this. Yeah. <laughs> so you've seen how, like, um, I'm trying to remember where, what, what team was it? Uh, you know, there's some, whatever corporate sponsor of a bowl, they'll pour whatever it is on the coach. Right. It's like uh, the Cheez-Its Bowl. I think Jay Norvell with uh, Nevada had uh, – Cheez-Its poured all over them last year. Whatever bowl game they went to, Coach Gundy had Cheez-Its poured all over them yes, last game. So this was a brilliant question yesterday, uh, at the last media availability at the Alamo Bowl. I can't wait to get your take on this. This is hilarious. Coach Stoops humors it. And uh, Jason Kersey, uh, a beat writer there in Oklahoma City, asked him the question in the, mo in the most humorous way possible. We've seen bowls, douse coaches, and mayonnaise, Cheez-Its, et cetera. I'm wondering what you would think about a tequila bath, specifically a rock and roll tequila bath. Uh, that'd be okay. <laughs> what, what's the administration going to do, fire me? <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, uh, I'll be sending Brian some when the game's over. <laughs> some rock and roll tequila. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty funny. I, I'd seen that interview and I was busting out laughing. Just I was that. What's, what's the administration to do? Fire me? That's, I, that's funny. A tequila, a, tequila, a tequila bath wouldn't be wouldn't be too bad. I probably made it burn a little bit, but hey, it's, hey we're here God. Yes, oh my God. That was Stoops is definitely comfortable in his own skin, and I love it. I had uh Oh, six great seasons up there covering him. Um, great, great program. You faced him. It's just a different type of program up there. I, I want to share a picture. It's actually one that you you sent to me. Um, kind of describes who you are, or shows how you are as a person. Um, you're a man among. You're a man of the people, and. This is the line that all the people at, that you, you talked about earlier, what it's like in Manhattan, Kansas. You, you gravitate to kids. You know what it's like when we were that age, as you, the young man's hand that you're shaking, holding. You idolize people like you. 
it's just it's just a big part now that roles are reversed. I mean, what is it about you that you gain as a uh, the person you are from greeting and physically reaching out and touching young people like this? Absolutely, it's it's crazy. I actually talked to uh, to my parents about this not not a, not a long time ago. Was how how the roles have reversed. I was born that kid uh, looking up to these college NFL players and saying like, man, this is this is a superstar in my eyes. It's somebody that I look up to, and uh, just to be able to say hello or have him uh, greet me would would make my day. It would make my week. It would. Uh, it would it would cheer me up so much because this is a person that I look up to and he he's yeah. he's seeing me and uh, man to be in the this position have this platform to be able to do that for somebody younger I take every single opportunity. Uh, some people look at me like man you're gonna you're gonna sit here and take time out of your day to to do this absolutely because I I I know how much of an impact that makes uh, uh, throughout somebody's life uh, as a kid's life and uh, man. If, if I was on the other end and I was on the other end whenever, whenever I was young, whenever it happened to me, it would be it would be uh, surreal. It'd be one of the things that I hold on to for for I still hold on to to this day. Uh, and man, so anytime I have that type of platform and I have this platform to do that, I'm going to I'm going to take every single opportunity. And uh, it actually makes my day as well uh, because I mean, man, it's it's really big time to have somebody look up to you and be able to to say hello and uh, thank them for that. And just get to know them just a little bit. It's uh, it, it's really big time. You know, it's very odd. Well, not odd, but ironic or coincidental. Uh, Bijan Robinson, the Texas Longhorns running back, just like you, goes out of his way to not only introduce himself, but to exact to what to your point, relationships with not only mm -hmm. fans but young people, and it, are important to him. And, you know, I, I was the same way when I was young. I idolized and I, it just made my day when they would just shake your hand or give you the, the bro hug, so to speak, um, to, to give you to this discussion, I want to show you something that, that a reaction from a kid on Christmas morning received a certain Longhorn legends Jersey. This shows a reaction that people like Deuce Vaughn have on, on people for a lifetime. What? Check this out. Time. I'm waiting for uh, next Christmas. I, I prom. Well, I, I'm going to expect someone to receive a Deuce Vaughn jersey. K State. I, it, if it if it's not out there, it's happening. Yes, sir. Man, you have that kind of uh, power. Uh, you really do. I can. You, you affect a lot of people. You don't even know it yet. Yes, sir. There's not a doubt. When when you see that, do you see yourself when you were that age too? Absolutely. Uh, from autographed uh, footballs to to jerseys and things, I still have the jerseys that I have. I have autographed from players that played uh, that I could get, and 
I'll hold on to those for a very, very long time because, uh, man, to be in that position. I mean, it's crazy. I'm still in that position. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Even playing today, I got to meet uh, some guys uh, that work out with some NFL players this past off season. And, uh, man, I was like a little kid in, in, a, in a candy shop. Uh, here I am. And we're kind of like the same age. And Justin Fields was thrown to me. And, man, he's like uh, two years older than me. And I'm, I'm looking up to him like, like I'm an 11-year-old kid. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, I mean, I, I, Jalen Ramsey uh, was there. Uh, uh, Isaiah Simmons, DeAndre Swift, I got to talk to him. And it, it, just, it was just crazy uh, because I, I get to watch you guys on Sundays uh, every single week. And uh, it's one of those things where, man, these are people that are doing things that I want to do uh, in a couple of years. And, uh, man, it was just, it's surreal. So to, to even feel that and know that somebody uh, maybe – uh, as 10 years old, uh, is doing that and feeling like that. Nah, I mean, I, I cherish every single time I can, I can bring that type of joy to somebody. I think it's also in life. We're never too old to have someone that we look up to or, uh, just appreciate as a person as a, it's a positive influence or even a role model. I don't think we are ever too old to have one of those. Um, Deuce, this is the part where, uh, I'll, we, we're about to wrap it up. I want to, we want, we want to end on positivity because this society and our world needs a lot more of it. Hey, Ben, tell me something good. Deuce Vaughn, you are, when, when I look up the word positivity in a dictionary, your picture should be right beside it. You're a, you're a young man of positivity. Tell me something good in your world or what you've seen or what you are experiencing currently. Right now, I mean... I'm ex- right now I'm experiencing a whole bunch of family. That's, that's something good right now. I mean, I, I hadn't been home, uh, <laughs> and July, I guess 10th been in Manhattan, Kansas. And, uh, my family got to come up, uh, for some, for some games and things right. like that. So I see them on weekends, but to be home for a full week, be home for, for Christmas, to have that, that time with my people, uh, the people that brought me up, my parents, my two sisters and, uh, my loving dog and, to just be at home, uh, to, to celebrate Christmas with them, wake up in the morning, open up presents like we were little kids. Uh, and just, man, it was one of those things where, man, my heart was really warm. And it still is because I'm still home. And uh, I'm, I'm with these people that I, I care about so so genuinely. And they care about me. And just to, to have them in my presence is, is, is so big time. And uh, I'm loving every single second of it. See that that's what will resonate with so many people because you uh, uh, anyone who interacts with you and is you're because you're genuine and you appreciate the smaller things. Uh, yes, sir. We know how quickly life can change and we've seen it this last 18, 20 months. And I'll, I'll just put this out there. And I guess this could be my tell me something good throughout adversity. We use that word a lot, but it's the truth. Um, some negative adversity that we've all faced. I've noticed a lot of good here lately, not just because of the holiday season. I've seen a lot. I've seen people who I didn't think were generous, you know, gave back generous generosity. I've seen a lot of it from those types of people, especially the last three or four weeks. And yes, sir. And that's what we need. And we need more people to buy into college football. And uh, that I'm telling you, if any more people took interest in college football, it's already huge, significant, and 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 bought into you know just the Deuce Vaughn story. Life would be a much more would be much more simplified and better, in my opinion. 
<laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, Thank no, no doubt. No doubt. And you tell that amazing family of yours, I said hello. And uh, we are in debt to you. And I hope this isn't the last time that you're uh, you enter stories inside the man cave. No doubt. I appreciate <laughs> it today. Yes, absolutely. Sir. Man, I'm glad that uh, we crossed paths when you were at Cedar Ridge. And thanks to Coach Robinson over there. We sh I should have called him and had him surprise you on here. No doubt. <laughs> Coach Rob, that's a good man. Hey, that's a good dude right there. That, that, I remember, what was that run that you guys had, the state quarterfinal run? My sophomore year. Sophomore yes. year. Mm -hmm. That was a fun group. That, that was, was. A, a lot of fun. That was a you got I can't remember. You guys won. Did you guys win the playoff game at Baylor? Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Okay. It would be, um, it would be Capel. I remember That's it. right. That is exactly right. I remember this game. Yes, sir. China, was that Brady McBride? That was the yep, quarterback. It was. Okay. It was Brady McBride. Yes, sir. And they had Jonathan McGill, who's at Stanford now. I got to play against well, he didn't play, he was he was injured, but I played Stanford our first game. So I got to see him uh before and after the game, get to talk to him. It was the first time I seen him since my sophomore year. So to get to cross paths like that again, uh was pretty, pretty cool. That's that's amazing. All these experiences are yes, supposed sir. to happen. What the great sport of football, what it affords everyone to do if you uh get to experience it, especially for you and Deuce, we're we're very proud of you, and I know uh, you you are you know the OG man cave boys. I know Mike Harge; uh, he's one of the guys that uh, was one of my original co-hosts. <clears throat> I know he's close to your family as well. That, that that is a character right there. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Without a doubt. Well, you tell your your mom that I hope to see her out where you know I'm in the pharma. Uh, pharmaceutical sales now mm -hmm. and that i hope to see her in and about round rock soon yes sir <laughs> that's I how will. i met her man and it's uh okay. hope to see you in houston if not i'll be watching for sure and best of luck and man we appreciate you absolutely thank you so much absolutely for the all-american himself deuce fawn and the og man k boys hardball harge coach mo and big mike we are out you see the drippy, I'm fitted up. I'm in my car in the giddy up.